but, 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 but back. We're back. Um, we have a great show for you, as always. We, we're, we're talking Merge. We're talking everything about Extinction Island, because I still don't care that it, whatever it's called. Uh, Julie's not really a human. Uh, but first, we are, we're back, and we're back because a little late, because... We're now officially two engaged men, Patrick. Congratulations, good friend. Thank you, thank you, my fine sir, and thank you to you. The uh, the delayed congratulations, but I was joking with Katie. We missed the chance for the the girlfriend's cast, but had to hit him with the upgrades. So maybe a fiance showed in the future. Had to do it to him. Uh, had we, to do we, it to him. I think a fiance episode is definitely in the works. Maybe maybe sort of like a pre finale episode. I don't. I can't tell if I'm getting the death glare from the other room or, or not. We'll I can feel the that. heat on my end. Yeah, it's not good, Dev. <laughs> that can feel the heat. We will uh, we'll address that off pod. Um, so first things first, real thing I want to talk about relating to the episode because <laughs> not that what you did is not a real thing. We had a merge and it was sort of overshadowed. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the merge? Because it's usually a seminal moment in every every season, and I feel like it sort of went by the wayside this year. Yeah, I mean it it. it it had to have gone by the wayside with the kind of the book ending of Extinction Island and the new tribes and all the strategy. It's kind of one of the, I think, unfortunate things about the new strategic gameplay and the producers continuing to inject a lot of new elements to the show that mm-hmm. the older elements can struggle in the merge. Like you can, I'm glad that the players still recognize the significance of it. You can see their, their sense of relief, sense of pride. You know, Gavin said it. It's, you want to survive until the merge and then it's game on. That's how I view it. You know, it's really, it's not easy to survive to the merge, but right. after the merge is when you can make plays that can win you the game. Nothing yeah. you do before the merge is going to win you the game. So it's a big, big moment. I think, I feel like we say that every, every season that the game sort of starts at the merge. And the, re- the only reason I struggle with that sentiment is because it is, a, it is a grind to get there in a slog. And it's a different game. And it's one where it's just different because you want to be mm-hmm. a physical asset but not a threat. And you want to be likable but not under the radar. But sort of the reason I feel like it does start post-merge is because you never get to that final tribal and you're like, before before the merge I got rid of so and so and I found an idol the resume building in my opinion sort of starts post merge and that's why I think the game starts post merge because because it's it's so hard to take a move that you had pre merge and, and explain it to the jury most of whom or, or a lot of whom may not have even met the person that you voted out or, right. or made this power move again so I'm excited that it started, but I felt like it did get a little overshadowed by the Edge of Extinction story. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. I think the only people that can really claim a pre-merge move or kind of thing in their resume would be the Kama Tribe that stayed the Kama Tribe and never lost an immunity challenge. And uh, Victoria and Gavin and Eric for getting out Aubrey a returning threat because everyone would be able to recognize that move and that player. Uh, so That's those would be the, the, but, but you're absolutely right. You know, there's, you can position yourself well. We saw how Joe fit right into the arc that we thought he would and didn't position himself so well. Um, so, and so, but, so you don't necessarily enter the merge on the same playing field, but, right. you know, you're, you're, that's when you get to to really kind of assert yourself. Those are good points because I was sort of thinking that like, obviously it's great to go undefeated and to not go to tribal at all pre-merge, but the the fact that the other tribe has been playing the game more 
it almost is like if, if, if you had to vote on a winner at that point in time, like right at the point of the merge, then you'd have to say that, yeah, even though they lost every challenge, like you'd know more about how they would play the game of Survivor. Obviously, that's not how it would get down. It's a fictitious world, but that is sort of how I've kind of thought about it in, in previous seasons. But this season, looking back at it, as I continue to flip-flop over returning players, it is sort of like the fact that you have those those folks makes a pre-merge move seem a little bit more impressive because now Aubrey's out of the game. And right. because Joe, in my opinion, maybe yours as well, has dragged the other tribe to to be undefeated because I think if you looked at them with the two tribes together without Joe, it's probably more even. And I know there's three tribes, but, but you get my point. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that with... I think that the uh, the Kama tribe was a good and competent tribe in challenges, and then Joe lifted them to near invincibility. They won eight of nine possible challenges, all immunity challenges. And that's, just to put that in perspective, having that clean of a sweep is, is pretty unheard of. You know, most, and you, and, and this was, I think, a really important thing in Joe's storyline. You mentioned it on the last podcast that they will go into the merge, it will be the first time they dip their torches. Mm-hmm. Part of the benefit of losing a challenge is you get to see how all of those relationships that you think you're forming actually have formed. And you can make informed decisions going forward based on that. Joe never got that. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about his, his exit a little bit later, but the common not going to tribal added a whole nother layer to this merge that went completely unnoticed in the show as well. Yeah, I think let's put a pin in, in that Joe item, but it's a really good point. Let's revisit it. We're going to do an old, good old-fashioned sort of recap so because I think it's just the easiest way. It makes the most sense to go through this episode, uh, just given the way it developed. So after they announce the merge, we get, we, we get a cool moment. I think if... <laughs> Far be it for me to be critical of Jeff, but if I had to be, maybe mm-hmm. he oversold this one a little bit with the, uh, uh, this is good. This is going to be dope. Don't, sh- it might be dope later, but it's going to be dope. You're going to love it. Uh, and he reintroduces everyone that is, uh, on Extinction Island. They all come back in. We get another <laughs> small G great green moment where she's mean mugging everyone as she walks back into the game. Um, and the reaction was awesome. Kelly Wentworth screaming that she she knew it. She absolutely knew it. What do you think Kelly knew? Um, I think that she knew that there were six little obstacles out there, and they were on tribes of three and then merged into a team of 12. And so <laughs> That's so much more of a literal answer than I thought you were going to get. And there were six people that went to extinction. Right I, I think she just like did the math of this. I don't think she knew it prior. Or maybe she did. Who knows? But... No, no one's talking. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was. I think I, the. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that this is just well another, concealed with a challenge thing set up there that they weren't going to do. This is one of our like second running gags. Now we 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 have um, Howard Pat doing a water challenge and and Devin just outwardly showing how stupid he is on the show. I never <laughs> honestly considered that she just fucking counted the obstacles in front of her. All right, great. Well, maybe she didn't. Maybe she didn't. You know, you don't know that. I don't know she that. Definitely did. <laughs> Uh, so, so we had a challenge, uh, and it was a good one. It was a tight one. Without um, surprise, Keith used his advantage to screw over Chris, which really sort of seemed to be the difference. 
I feel like Chris could have got that damn ball up there twice and had two shots at dunking it before anyone else would have got it up there. Yeah, I, yeah. Chris, Chris was Chris was probably capable of getting another crack or two, and so yeah, you know, I maybe maybe not, but you know, he he had fewer opportunities, so it, it, he, he's got to think it played a role, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was. So I mean, a good a good challenge. I thought yeah. one of the coolest parts was you talk about people who have who go through personal growth and all and all of that on the show. David's talked about it a lot this season. It for all of her stuff, it was cool to see Wendy like fight her inner demons. I thought she was going to do it, man. I I, I was like oh. this is framing up to be like Jeff what a is moment. selling this as a moment and mm-hmm. he's getting something that he wasn't even expecting cuz this is going to be it. She's going to get back into the game and then watch her go on a run like maybe you know maybe she's stronger than we all thought. Um, yeah. So I, I honestly, and, and I would not have believed you if you told me before the episode, but I was in a position where I was sort of rooting for Wendy. I was into, I was into that. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was an impressive performance, and you could see how much she was struggling with it, and uh, you know, just you know, with her having Tourette's and having a physical manifestation, and a, a challenge where your end goal to get back in the game really relies on your ability to like stabilize something. It's you know, it was. It was a real. It, it was like basically a challenge designed inadvertently to like really, really challenge her, and she stepped up to that challenge. And I, I, I felt you too. And I actually got to that point in the challenge where I entered it wanting Aubrey, Rick, or Chris to come through. Uh, and I think you were kind of on the same page with me there. And yeah. I left. I, you know, those last minutes of the challenge, like seeing how the people were working and how that, you know, even Keith was battling back. And you know, Rain was cussing and moaning her way through that thing. I, I, I was okay with whoever won. I was like, you know, they're all here. They all competed. Whoever wins this deserves to be back in the game, and I'm okay with it. That's where I got to in that challenge. Yeah, yeah, I, I would largely agree. I, I think any swelling of like pride or happiness I felt for Keith, I pushed way, way down. Uh, way way down, so I didn't have to really consider it anymore. Uh, but yeah, everyone else, I was I was I was into. Um, I, I found myself like whatever it is. Maybe I, I like I want to imagine that I'm more like Chris than I actually am. But just seeing him come back and battle back through the disadvantage as well. I when he started to get the ball up, I was I, I was like I was standing. I I jumped out of the seat and was like, "Come on, baby, come on, come on." Um, so it was upsetting to see it fall. I think that was, I got to a point where I really, really, really wanted Chris, but I mean, how could I be bad, mad with uh, the big the big D energy getting back into the game? You know what I mean? I'm always yeah. going to be a Devons fan. Always. Oh, and he's just so... 365. Mm, hit him with it. Uh, news alert. Yeah, he he's he's so good, and he's so good on camera, and, you know, uh, he was, personality-wise, I love having him in the game, and, you know, I think that the the people that we might have wanted to just see more of stick around on Extinction Island and uh, you know I'm not so sure that I love everything that goes on with Extinction Island yet but I'm glad that I get to see those people if that makes sense yeah I, I think the, one of the reasons I was excited and like started to talk myself even more into it too was that it's a difficult thing to come back into the game and be reintroduced it with people who've already voted you out yeah. And then to be introduced to a whole new set of people who don't know anything about you. And I think looking at the people that were voted out, Reem is abrasive. K- 
Keith, I'm sure, is a good kid. He just doesn't know which way is up yet. Right. Aubrey's always going to, they're always going to look at her suspiciously. Chris is this huge challenge threat. Wendy is unpredictable. Um, I think I already did Aubrey, but she's self-explanatory. So it really like does seem like Rick has the best shot to weave his way back into the game and maybe even start to get people to sort of forget about where he came from. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but, but you, you, you take my point. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that I mean he's he's got this like affable nature to him. He's not, you know, you know, no disrespect to the man. I know he's got three children, but his body doesn't scream physical dominance. <laughs> so I don't see that I could see him finding a nice little role of hey hey hey. You I'm not a big threat here. If you still think I'm a threat later, you can take care of me then, but you know, we got Joe, we got David, we got Wentworth. You know, War Dog's kind of proved himself incompetent in challenges, but Eric and Gavin, like, there's other challenge threats. There's big social teams. You're going to need to dissect them, and I think he's crafty enough to do it. I, I still think he's got a lot of game in him. Yeah, me too, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. It, it seemed like maybe him and David were a little bit on the outs in the preview, but hopefully that's just good editing because I, I love that little buddy comedy that we get every week. Yeah, and they got in presume like, do you know how that idol works? Is that now all... Rick's idol again? Does Dave have to give it back for it to work? Like, do we know all that? I don't think we know it. I, I, okay. I'm trying to read up on that. I don't think we know it. Um, I I believe they both have to agree to use the idol. Okay, so it's like one of those that one that Lauren had a few seasons back, and she threw it in the fire her half, and she's like, "I want it out in the open." Then got voted out. I yeah, I think exactly. That was like hilarious. The tie didn't use like the, the the idea of the super idol, where they both had to use it at the same time. I think it's a similar concept. It's just not a super idol. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So okay. So it's it's good needs to be a regular idol, but they would need to basically jointly play it. They need to both go up to to Jeff and give it to him. Yeah. I think that that's cooler. So oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Me too. I the like fact that. that it's not like yeah, they can't they can't at all be used independently. So like. I mean, in the interest of anarchy, I, you know I'm always of the pro-anarchy party. Right. There is an opportunity where maybe Rick starts to walk up and David doesn't follow him. Like, that, there's a good there's a good opportunity for drama with, with that. Oh, absolutely. And just for the, those of you at home that are wondering what's a super idol and are we going to see it again, a super idol is an idol that can be played after the votes are read. I've only seen it in one season. I would not expect it again. So just, oh, you that know. was such a good moment, though. Oh, yeah. Basically, little old Ty refused his two bullies and sent one of them packing. Yeah, get so out. Good. So um, good. Okay, so Put Rick some respect is back. on his name. <laughs> Rick is back in the game. Before we progress yes. with what actually happened in the game, we, we have Jeff notifying everyone that you have the opportunity to go back to Extinction Island, which they were all, uh, I guess, unsurprisingly to me, uh, psyched about. Yeah, Aubrey yeah, turned yeah. into a creature. She was so excited. Yeah, if you ever needed, if you ever questioned whether or not Aubrey wanted this or loved it, you you got your answer. That was that was a guttural reaction. Yeah. She had no she had no control over that moment, and and I don't think I've seen someone more willing to do anything on Survivor. Right, than I saw or, her to go back to Extinction Island. Survivor, yeah. What um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Extinction Island continuing? So, I, my thoughts have, I had some thoughts, and my thoughts got a little shifted. You, you've opened me to this world of looking for more Survivor content, and it is a deep, dark hole, Devin, but I'll tell you what I found. Victoria, <laughs> Victoria, who we're becoming bigger fans of, can I say we? Yes. 
Okay, so Victoria, who we're becoming bigger fans of, does this whole behind-the-scenes thing that wasn't aired, and for good reason. She was talking about now that they've learned what Edge of Extinction is, and how horrible it is, and how there's nothing there, and now Rick has kind of confirmed all of those things to be true. She says, yeah, sure, it's great that you have a place to go, but... I don't want to go there. So it might make more sense for me to just say, hey, I should stick with my six just because I don't want to have any part of that. So it, she's advoc- or she's suggesting that it might create a more conservative gameplay. And I want to know what you thought of that take. All Victoria's, I have to give her full credit, not my take. I'm going to take conduit from her mouth to our to our podcast. We'll put it back in the incubator and see how it does after, after your thoughts. I was going to say take pirate, but I like take conduit. Okay. Um... I, that is interesting. I, so, my, I mean, my gut reaction is that I don't like that because I think you just sit in a bad alliance for for longer. And a bad alliance just meaning that after a few votes occur that you are identifiably on the bottom and you're not doing anything to get yourself off of it. So I don't like that aspect of it, that it sounds like she may be stuck in something that would, you know, she could, she could right. opt out of, pull someone else into, cause more anarchy. This, my, my talking points are a, uh, a flat circle. My gotcha. take on the uh, Edge of Extinction was, I, I'm done with it. You know, I, I love the post-merge game of Survivor so much that I, I, I get off. I don't need you to be a part of my show anymore. I'm I'm absolutely done with it. But then, in typical hypocritical Devin fashion, Joe gets voted out. And I was like, ah, now I'm sort of interested in this. <laughs> right? Because, like... He doesn't have to do any. I mean, obviously, he's going to wither away. He's not going to have as much food or anything. But there is just this ace in the hole that's going to come back in. And I mean, I guess Chris can give him a good run. But just thinking about him as like a superhero who's untouchable, like Joe's going to run through this challenge. He's going to come back in. He's not going to have any reason to share anything with anybody. He knows the only way that he wins the game is by getting to the end and just praying because the second that he isn't invincible he gets voted out that's been proven time and time again when he's been on the show so i've sort of started to talk myself into this but literally only because of joe it is the only time that i'm like if they were specifically catering the show to me they would have the the producers would have called in a hit and gotten joe out of the game yeah and i i and this one this one's gonna this one's for the uh the takey baiter down the hall to the left we haven't put one in i think that this is joe's easiest road because what he had to face before was winning six, five, six, maybe more immunity challenges, finding an idol, working a social game. Now he's got to presumably win one challenge to get back in the game and probably no more than three yeah. after that. And so I think that his he might have gotten an easier road to the end and with an impressive narrative should he make it there, I would think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely true. He, um, it, it sort of comes down to, I guess, uh, what what is more exhausting? Is it going through and having to win eight immunities in a row, or is it sitting on a beach out in the sun where there's nothing and, and having less food? And I guess like now that you just say it out loud, it sounds it sounds like a toss up. But for some reason, I, I yeah. do sort of agree. Just the mental aspect of needing to win those individual challenges I feel like starts to be harder than just convincing yourself or someone like Joe who now has revenge as an additional reason to play for 
I feel like it's 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 more difficult than just sitting on that beach and waiting and still like count of Monte Cristoing until he gets a like gets a chance to get his revenge. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> neither sound great, mm-hmm. but he came back into the game knowing this was likely going to be his biggest obstacle. Never got a chance to really test his social game until he got voted out. First right. test, he failed. And so, I mean, that's got to be him sitting on that beach, thinking about that, thinking I couldn't even survive one vote, not one vote, couldn't get people to vote with me one time. I mean, that, that might, you're right. I mean, that there's no telling how much this can do. I mean, it just seems like a miserable experience for these poor people on this island. Like, it just, I, I do, I, I, don't, I don't really know if we're comprehending how horrible of a, because the people that were there the longest, we were like, oh, shut up. You lost. Get out of here. You know, we weren't really right. sympathetic to him until Devin's got there or Chris got there. And yeah, they both totally kind of didn't really complain as much. So I don't, like, maybe it was that bad. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I, I, I tend to think it was, man. It, it, there's nothing there. And, like, they have to climb into those bushes, even if there's thorns, just to get some freaking shade. Yeah, that's true. I, and that's I mean, true. So I, I think this is a good transition. I, I think one of the best things... So, so I, I spoke about it before that um, our, our friend friend of the pod, Dalton Ross, asked Jeff if he anticipated anyone going home, uh, not taking the opportunity to go to the edge of extinction or, or quitting while he was there. And he was like, if they do, we chose wrong. And I may be putting words in his mouth a little bit, but we saw Wendy and Keith opt to go home after, after they immediately went back to the beach. And I sort of think that as much as I beat it up, that was, and rightfully so, I would add, but that was the best thing to happen to Edge of Extinction because now it's it feels a little more real. Like, it feels like there's there's real consequences of going there that Keith was excited at the idea of going back into the game. And then he got back there and he was like, I, I, can't, I can't do this shit anymore. And, yeah. and you started to hear Reem and, and Chris, Chris, I think, especially talk about, like, you see that happen and now like you know that the out is real and and that's that is an option and it's crazy to think about so i feel like it makes it harder for them uh as as well but i I was i I mean i guess i can't really fault them i mean i think it's really bad out there so to see them go away is is it is it you know trying to spin it into a positive but i think it is i think it's a good wrinkle for making a joke extinction seem seem like a real real challenge I, yeah, I couldn't agree more, uh, and I think that, you know, I, I do want to um, say one. So we, I on the uh, on the Instagram account, I follow everybody on the on the thing, uh, and Wendy posted something about how like she was upset that she didn't get her edit, and she basically cited, you know, basically her frustration over being so close and having, you know, Tourette basically lose her that challenge in her estimation. She didn't think the be- her being there was worth it, and she was proud of the progress she made, and yada yada. And so I, I want to give her a little bit of a pass. Keith had nothing to say. He didn't even look like he was watching the episode. So I unfollowed him. He's our first official not friend of the cast. Maybe a little harsh on him because as he's young as he is, seems like a good kid. But I put him in my tribe and he didn't do shit. He didn't do <laughs> shit the whole season. At all. But props I, to Reem. Props to Reem. I'm a, I'm a Reem fan. I'm a Reem fan. At least for being on my TV. Maybe not for winning Survivor, but I like seeing Reem. So, I didn't really like seeing Keith or Wendy, so I, I agree with you. I think now I'm, I want to see what I want to see more Edge of Extinction, where I'd never had that desire previously. But I also kind of could do without it. So I'm like I'm all over the place. With I that. mean, it's a better version of what they've done in the past. I think, like, I, I, yeah, I'd agree with that because it's still a part of the show. Because when people went to 
Redemption Island. You never, you never fucking saw them there. And Ghost Island was just like a, a sleepover. Like you just went there for eight hours and, and came back. Yeah, you got the an fact advantage maybe. Consequences. Yeah, exactly. The fact that there are consequences and all of that, and, and that you're seeing it play out, and you're seeing the social dynamic, and like what starvation does to a person does bring it into the into the fold. I just am. I would be okay with it being over at this point, but we're 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 in it, so let's you know let's let's see what happens. Um, I appreciate Reem as far as content goes. I, I would I would agree with that. Not someone I would ever get a beer with. No, no, but I would I would enjoy watching her get a beer from across the bar and arguing with somebody over nothing. I would enjoy that from the other side of the bar. Oh, absolutely, ten times out of ten. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm. I'm we can we can move on from from uh, I was I was going to say extinction, yeah, the, but uh, the, the, it's the, a... the quitters are out of the game entirely. But when we got to tribal, we found out that actually the three people that stayed and, and Reem, Chris, and Aubrey are now a member members of the jury. Um, and we found this out after after Julie uh, Julie won immunity. Uh, classic, just stand there challenge. I was impressed with Julie, so props to her, props to me and Katie for picking her on our tribe exclusively. Um, that's just a quick challenge. I don't think we need to spend too much time on the tri- on the uh, immunity challenge unless you want to. I always recovered that Joe lost. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was it's a, it was a classic survivor challenge, which I love, which is just it's a great equalizer type of challenge. You know, it's, it. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. So everybody's got a shot. That's usually how the first one shakes out. Uh, so yeah, it was it was fun, and it was, it was good to see uh, Julie Julie get some screen time and some props because I do sure, yeah. I do like her. I just I, we've seen no game from her. I know uh, two two episodes of the confessional in a row, so she's she's on the up and up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving it. With regards to the, the jury and the, that being the extension out uh, uh, extension island uh, extinction island folks, what do you think's happening there? I mean, you got to believe that they have the opportunity to vote, which. I wonder is it you have the opportunity to vote only if you get back into the game and th- therefore we want you to be in all the tribals or and, and then also what happens to Joe you know I don't think he will but let's say Joe wants to leave Extinction Island does he go to Ponderosa is he no longer allowed to vote I got to imagine that he's allowed to go to Ponderosa but what about the other three I'd be pretty upset if they were just oh now I can vote and go home dope I'm gonna go be on tribal having been voted out very first you know, I would be very upset if, without winning a challenge, Reem, Aubrey, or Chris got the opportunity to vote. I think it's it seems clear to me that if, or, or like it makes sense to me that if you stick it out, regardless of when you were voted out, in Reem's case, if you stick it out, and I guess in everyone's case except for, for Joe's, if you stick it out long enough, you will get the opportunity to vote for who wins the game. The thing that is interesting to me is that Reem was voted out on on day three. So assuming she doesn't yeah. make it back into the game, that's a decision she's making with with little insight if she never goes to a tribal. Now that she's at these tribals, she can call a little more out of what happens at these votes. But she's still, and I mean, she's still likely voting for someone who she's never met, but and all probably voting for someone that she's only known for, for three days. Unless Rick makes a run, or unless you know Chris or Joe gets back in the game and and gets a dub, so I think it's just an interesting additional wrinkle, and hopefully that we have, you know, if we're going to get something good out of it, 
again, it would lead to anarchy. So hopefully we have a, tr- a tribal at the end with more jury members than we've ever seen in, in a final uh, Survivor episode before. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's elements of it that are cool. It makes kind of your gameplay a little bit more interesting in the final tribal, like you mentioned, how many different pr- perspectives can you now pitch to? I think it does a huge disservice to whoever does get back into the game if they're at the next opportunity, just because let's say you have six people in Extinction Island and one comes back in, you know, and that person goes on to win. They got five people that were voted out with them. They went through the hard Extinction Island, beat them in a challenge. You know, you might have some allegiances there. So, yeah, I think I think it makes it much more difficult for the per, the per, the people who get back into the game from Extinction Island to make it to the final three because they have right. much more rapport uh, yeah. with these folks. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to add an interesting dynamic, which I I do really like about that. Um, Man, my head spins just thinking about everything you got to think about if you're in this game because yeah. I do a bad job for my couch. Exactly. Like, what is? How does? You know, you know, Victoria. I think. How does Victoria pitch? Um, you know, Aubrey, and then how does Victoria pitch Joe? Two people who she voted out blindsided, and like, do they respect the move? I know Joe doesn't, but I think Aubrey would. And yeah. you know, there's. And then now, do I have to like pander to Extinction Island and do some <laughs> things that I think they might like because they're they might be back in the game? It's it's, it's very very complex, and I'm the fact that the players that. don't know so much about it, I think, makes it even more complex because they're just going off of their intuition and just this fear, which you know that's why it's the greatest social game on the planet. It's just going to fuck with people's heads. <laughs> what did you think about Joe going home? Is that is that a decision that you agreed with, whether or not you necessarily liked it? Uh, from Kama's perspective, yes. Um, I think it's you know I I think Ron said it perfectly. There's never a bad time to vote out Joe, and I don't know that there was a clear other vote that made a ton of sense for Kama. Um, the what really confused me was the division of the Lesu tribe. Right. They immediately draw a line down the middle, and and I mean what? So they're all they're all fractured. Kama is somewhat fractured. And so there's five comma that voted together, two comma that they left out, and then now five of that Lesu tribe. And so, but that Lesu tribe is fractured. If that Lesu tribe voted together, I would be really excited for this next one, thinking which way do Aurora and I think Julie, I'm trying to figure out who the other one was that didn't vote for Joe, but which way do they swing? Yeah, I, I think... But now it's I think I think comma stays strong at this next vote. Yeah, probably. I think the reason that Lesu sort of screwed up is because I was going to say Manu. I think I think they're both right, but you would have, after this mm-hmm. vote, they got rid of Joe, who seemed to be working with Aurora, who, who was close with Aurora. So after that vote, you now have five original Manus, Lesus, if you include Rick in that group, if, you just, if they just welcomed him back with open arms. They said that they really had a hard time voting him out, so it was sort of shocking to see them be so pro- voting him out again but yeah my point would be you have five original manus you can grab aurora because she's on an island now and now you have six folks yeah i think that they're all level-headed enough that they would be willing to come back together for a vote hmm. i do believe that yeah um but as much as i love her that that vote that fracture that screams wentworth paranoia oh, totally. because she's like i got devon's out he's going to be gunning for me she's as soon as somebody comes for wentworth or she thinks somebody's coming for her, she goes for the throat. And most times she gets it. 
But I, I, I don't. I think she just misread Rick. I was gonna say, do you think Rick looks at her and is like, "You're the reason I got voted out"? No, I think Rick fully understood the situation and was like, "It's between." And I think that he knows it was War Dog's decision. It wasn't her yet. That, War Dog was the. He knew where she was gonna vote. That and was my. That was my point. Is that like it was a bad read on Wentworth? Sort of the ego on Wentworth to be like, "Oh, he thinks it's me." It's like, well, if it honestly wasn't. Yeah. Like I feel like yeah, him and David knew, and you and Lauren knew. But now the votes confirmed her suspicions as well, if you think about it. Because they did cannibalize each other totally. instead of working together. So she might be saying, see, I knew it, I knew it, now i got to go try and work with Kama. And right. dig even deeper into a hole that they didn't even need to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do got to give her a little props for not playing that idol. That was oh, balls totally, of steel. Yeah. That was balls of steel. steel. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say was Joe not going to tribal... Uh, hurt him i I don't know it seems like you brought that up earlier seemed like you might have something to say about that uh the i guess the only point i would have on it is that if they went to tribal earlier he probably would have just gotten voted out then well maybe i mean i think that i think that they would certainly consider it and the whole narrative would be is it joe or time to vote out joe true post-merge but pre-merge he is. He can carry you, and you don't have to face that situation again. You and so, if you have a if you have a strong four or whatever, yeah, you know, then you know, then you got to cannibalize yourself if you get rid of Joe. So, right. keeping your four together might just be keeping your tighter three together, so that you can keep your tight three because your tight four might not even last anyway. I don't disagree with this logic. Yeah, you but, know me, Patrick. I'm nothing yeah. if not a slave to the facts. <laughs> What was said was, there is never a bad time to vote out Joe. No caveat. Yeah, well... Book about that, too. But that is that is what your man said. So I feel like he would have voted him out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, fair play. Fair <laughs> play. He might have had a tougher time convincing others. And That's with fair. that, I will render me the winner of that debate. And... <laughs> No, I, 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 yeah, I wish, I, I wish Leslie worked together. I really did because yeah, that was, was there were people I liked, and I thought I really, and I think yeah, it's that disappointment of we really believed that big moment when it was like the tough, sad tribal council, and for no reason they didn't even seem to entertain bringing that back on the table. <laughs> so it, it caught me off guard, if I'm being honest. I, I just oh, entirely. There, like, I, I thought we were, I thought we were family, <laughs> uh, and 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 they weren't. So I. I it is what it is. Um, Joe, Joe is Joe is out. Um, I'm excited to see that dynamic at uh, Extinction Island because Chris is there. I, I have seen them in my mind's eye as sort of peers uh, when it comes to challenge. So I think it'll be interesting to see how willing they are to help each other there. It feels like that turns into a sort of... Uh, there's like a lot of camaraderie on the island, so I feel like yeah, you know, like like I wanted Chris to just be a dick and eat the fish for himself, but um, I get that that's not how it works over there. That's fine, but it'll still be interesting to see what what they do with it now that we're stuck with this extinction island crap for the rest of the game. Yeah, hopefully, whenever they reintroduce the one player, it's just over, and then Probst is like, "You all go to Ponderosa, no more extinction island. You're not getting back in the game." And so we we can enter the final spell with. Um, some positivity, but looking forward to this week because I think that that was 
that was the you you mentioned it. That first vote is just kind of it's just a little bit of posturing, and then yeah. maybe the game starts after that. So, uh, did see in the preview though somebody appears to need medical attention during the challenge. So oh, no. we don't. I mean, that's obviously horrible. Uh, but if you want to look at it from a gameplay perspective, uh, you know, the, it can fracture some alliances and some well laid plans. And that person probably doesn't go to Extinction Island. They probably are out of the game. I mean, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure they can be on the jury in some capacity. Or and they've done it. Yeah, yeah. They might. They might just. Let, yeah, might if they can rehab. If it's something that they're just need to come out of the game, but don't need serious, serious medical attention, they could probably just send them to Ponderosa. Um, but it it seemed like based on the reaction that it was heat related rather than like structural, which is yeah. It was one of those. Yeah, make, it was one of those like standing challenges. Yeah. So it could be somebody fainting. Um, Hope is not Lauren, but she did have... Hope is not her name, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, someone's going down. I just say Lauren because she was the one that had, like, the malnutrition problems, and she was, like, all... She was She was the one that... Oh, she looked gray. Yeah, it didn't... Yeah, I'm 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 nervous. I'm nerve I'm nervous for Lauren. But um, in any case, um, best wishes and hope the best for whoever that is. But excited to see how it all shakes out. For Not sure, rooting for, sure. for injuries here on the podcast. This is why I don't handle transitions or outros because yeah, I take us in some dangerous, dangerous territories. We're gonna go over the scores real quick, and we're gonna call it. <laughs> So, just because we have to go over the scores, it is a tradition. Uh, Allie's reign of terror has ended for now. Um, your, your, your man had a big week. Uh, the newly engaged lady uh, also had a great week. So, it goes... The, the top three are unchanged. Just the order has swapped again. Uh, mm. We have Devin, Katie, and Allie. But Allie is now tied. So, there's a three-way tie for third. Get so out of town. A little bit of... A disingenuous comment by me. So we're gonna give the uh, alley the nod just because uh, I'm the arbiter. Uh, yeah. So this is. Uh, She's the incumbent. She's the incumbent. You can't tie the incumbent. You got to beat him. I'm, I'm just gonna put a plus one. No. Um, <laughs> uh, and then rounding out the bottom three, uh, don't really need to call anyone else out. Pat, you're in second to last by a point. Yeah, I'm not last. I'm not last. Um, and I, you know, obviously Keith let me down. Wentworth isn't playing great. Uh, Laura might be passing out of the competition. So it ain't looking good for your boy. But I'm still confident in my team. And Devin, maybe um, I want your homework for next week. If I finish last, I have to do some sort of something. Make it survivor related, maybe swimming in the ocean. Who knows? But oh, I'm gonna do a challenge. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you basically. You, okay, let's just do that. If I finish in last place, I get to do a challenge designed by you. We'll put it on the uh, the social media, and it'll, it'll be my audition tape as awesome. well. Yeah. God, now I kind of want to finish last. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, okay, this is great. We're gonna, we're gonna do that. Uh, what else did I want to call out? Is there anything? Mm-hmm. No, those are the scores. Uh, we will get at you next week. We're God Nothing For You, number four on Twitter uh, and, and the Instagrams, uh, whatever the word for. Um, find it on Twitter. We will talk to you next week. Until next week, we got nothing for you.